You are now listening to the Prescription for Trauma podcast. We help young black men identify their trauma and go from forgiveness to freedom. We deep dive into scripture, self-assess, and share experiences, all while helping you establish and continue your legacy. Please welcome your host, Peter Gashoke. Hey world, what is going on? I am so glad that you decided to tune into the Prescription for Trauma podcast, where we go from forgiveness to freedom. A shout out, you know, just just to give, you know, the podcast a shout out real quick. We are now on Apple. We are, we've always been on Spotify, but recently we just got the up, upgrade to go on to Apple. So I'm going to drop the link uh, uh, below so you can go and check check me out there hey yo we also got where we are also on the gram too the prescription for trauma on instagram hey and so of course here on my brand we always talk about how we are gonna address our trauma by forgiving by forgiving guys that's exactly why my pro- my podcast is titled the prescription for trauma because I believe that I have an answer for you, for for you and your trauma, um, especially if you are introverted and you prefer not to talk uh, uh, about your trauma to other people. And other people also means even licensed therapists and counselors and psychiatrists and coaches. Um, it's not all that I understand that it's not all the time that anybody has any money for that. Um, some of these services cost money. Uh, and time and to be honest they might not be you know there might not be a a counselor that's like available in your area Uh, and so one of the uh, purposes that I have is 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 for that one individual that is kind of uncomfortable with going to counseling and therapy because look your trauma isn't actually not your problem it's it's not your problem um by forgiving, I believe that uh, God is, you know, Jesus, Jesus Christ is r- ready to just receive your trauma and to just uh, help you cope and uh, deal with what you have been going through. I don't know your trauma. I really don't. Um, and maybe you might not want to share it with me. And you also might not, again, you might not want to share it with a coach, a counselor, a therapist, a psychiatrist. But when you forgive, when you forgive who who are you forgiving now? That's the major. That's a major big deal. Major 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 big deal. All right, you are forgiving the person that put you in that trauma. Okay, let me say it one more time. Let me run that back. You are forgiving the person that put you in that trauma. So this may take you remembering what happened. All right, remembering that night of that trauma, remembering that day of your trauma. Who did it? Um, where it was, um, all right. So, uh, just just as, as as a side note, if you don't remember where your trauma was and who did it, um, you, like you flat out. So so don't avoid it, all right. So when I say if you don't remember, that does not mean that you pretend not to remember, okay? Because many times when we're dealing with our trauma. Uh, we can like say, oh, I don't, I don't really remember it, but yeah, you do, you do remember. You, it's just too painful to remember, and that is a realistic concern that I had as I actually went through that same problem. 
I didn't want to remember my trauma because I didn't want to deal with it. But here on my podcast, I'm here to let you know that you cannot choose to not remember your trauma when you actually do remember it. In other words, you cannot avoid your trauma by by choosing not to remember it. You have to remember it. Why? Why in the world would you want to do that? So you can know exactly what you're forgiving. Exactly know what you're forgiving. So um, I wanted to bless you guys today, especially especially for folks struggling with unforgiveness. If Oh my goodness, if you are struggling with unforgiveness, you came to the perfect place. In the words of a good friend I have, you are at the right place with the right person at the right time doing the right thing, okay? Oh man, I can't wait to uh, share with you today. Yep, so it's for you. If you are struggling with unforgiveness, maybe you've just never heard of forgiveness. It's uncommon, I get it. Um, I also wanted to reach out to folks who have a trauma that they have not addressed. Um, Not addressing your trauma is one of the most dangerous things that you can ever do because traumas will resurface. They will come back and haunt you. They will come back um, in different seasons of your life. Sometimes they, it's called, it's just called resurfacing. All right. Many times traumas resurface in your adult life. And that's actually a more dangerous area because you want to deal with it now while you're young. Uh, and while, yeah, pretty much while you're young, because when you have added responsibilities, um, of course, it, you know, it's never a good time for your trauma to resurface, but it's an even worse time when, when they resurface in your adult life, um, when you have added responsibilities, all right? Uh, uh, this, I, I really wanted to bless folks who are silently suffering due to their trauma, just like I had mentioned in the start of this podcast, which, by the way, is titled The Prescription. If you silently suffer with your trauma, this podcast is for you because forgiveness involves you not telling your trauma to anybody else. I get it. I'm a low, I'm a low eye myself. Um, and low eyes, uh, w- low eye, all right? We, ha- we prefer to be very introverted. Um, we don't... Um, trust people that we don't know very quickly and even if we find somebody that we know we approach the relationship with a lot of skepticism um, and, it, and it really takes a lot of time to like build that trust element with that person um, with yeah with that with and it, and it may be a counselor so um, forgiving involves you not telling your trauma to a person but it does involve you sharing your trauma with God yep um, and finally, this pod, I really wanted to bless you with this podcast, um, especially if you went to a therapist, you went to a counselor, you went to a coach, you went to a psychiatrist, you took prescription, you took actual physical medicine like pills and stuff, and they didn't work. They didn't help you. Like n- nothing helped you deal with your trauma. I have an answer for you today. I have my, <laughs> I have my prescription. I, I'm going to give you my prescription. And it is forgiveness. Forgiveness is the prescription. Hey, yo, without, without you know, taking any more time, um, I wanted to also welcome the new members on this podcast. I noticed that we have a few, um, you know, fantastic, uh, you know, uh, listeners and fans um, shout out to you for joining the podcast. I hope that this episode blesses your life. Uh, and that's exactly why I couldn't have a better place to start 
um, with then with this audio clip, you can expect from me to right now play you an audio clip. And I believe, I strongly believe that this that this audio clip I'm going to play to you is going to set the tone, set the tone for forgiveness. If you do not hear it from me, if you don't hear it from me, guys, you got to hear it from this individual. I will not share their name. Um, just, just to disclose, just to not, you know, um, you know, just to respect their privacy. But um, this this audio clip just doesn't even have any names on it. Uh, but um, the message is extremely powerful. It's from somebody that I know and I love, love, love very much. Um, so God bless you as you listen and listen carefully. Um, and what what is this audio clip I'm about to play about? It's about forgiveness. All right, y'all, let's go, let's go. And so our first point for this morning is to increase our faith. Uh, Luke 17, 5. I want everybody to go to Luke 17, 5 very quickly. Luke 17, 5. And the apostle said unto the Lord, increase our faith. So a lot of us feel like we can't go to God and ask him to increase our faith. We feel like that's lacking faith for asking him to increase our faith. But even his own apostles, these people walked with God. Um, when he told them that he needed them to repent, he said it's impossible that offenses will come, but woe unto them do they come. And he talked about you forgiving, and they said, man, I got to forgive somebody seven times in a day? I don't even know how to do that, Father. I need you to increase my faith to even forgive these people. And what I thought was so powerful is in the next part, he said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, and maybe some, maybe some of you need to go out today to the grocery store and get a mustard seed so you can see how big the faith is he's asking you to have. He says, if you have a faith, a grain of a mustard seed, you might say to the sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root and be thou planted into the sea and it should obey you. I want you to understand something about the sycamine tree. Now, normally when he says, you know, when he does something like this, he says, you can tell this mountain to be removed and be cast into the sea. But isn't it funny that he used the word sycamine tree? And when you think of a sycamine tree, this was a tree back in that day that was used to build caskets. This tree represented death, right? Um, this tree was something that could grow in dry, hot places that did not need water. What I think is so powerful is that even as he's talking about forgiveness, isn't forgiveness something that leads to death, even spiritual death, emotional death? Isn't unforgiveness something that can dry in dark places? It does not need any water. You don't have to feed it. You don't have to water it. It can. It's like I'll grow in a desert. It's so dangerous it can grow in a desert. And a sycamine tree, I want you all to Google what the roots of a sycamine tree is. Because while the tree might not look so big on the on the outside, when you look at the roots, it reminds you of the roots of unforgiveness, which is resentment, bitterness, anger, wrath, murder, depression, sorrow, all these things, the anxiousness, um, torment, you know, all of these things that come up with this root. And he's saying, listen, if you have faith the grave of a mustard seed, you can say to this sycamine tree. And when you look, when you Google the root of a sycamine tree, you will understand what he's saying. You can tell this thing to be plucked up by the root and planted into the sea, and it should obey you. You can tell your unforgiveness. You can tell this thing that's been tormenting your bloodline forever. You can tell that generational infirmity, that generational disease. You can tell that spirit of fear. 
that it needs to be plucked up by the root because that is your spiritual sycamine tree. And so for this prayer point, I want you to open up your mouth and ask God to increase your faith. I want you to ask God to increase your faith to forgive those people in your life that you have been holding on to this anger to, holding on to this offense to, holding on to all of this stuff to, and yes, you are justified in hating this person, especially if they raped you at five, especially if they molested your child, especially if they stole from you, especially if they slept with your husband and it was your best friend. Some of these hates are justified, but it does not absolve you of the responsibility of getting the poison out of your veins because the very Greek word of bitterness literally means poison. And so we're going to ask God to increase our faith to forgive those people who are unforgivable. We're going to ask God to increase our faith to grow in this season. Some of you, God has commanded you to grow, and you are still stunned in your growth at the age of 16 or 20. You have this deaf and dumb spirit. Um, and this, 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 you're stunning at a certain age and you just, you can't grow. It's like your spirit, your soul has been fragmented at a certain age of your trauma and you have not grown. And this is why it looks, seems like you married a little boy. This is why it seems like you can't get ahead. It's because spiritually you have been delayed. And so you're going to ask God to increase your faith, to believe what he said about your life and grow. I want you to ask God to increase your faith, to leave that man, to leave that woman, to leave your job, to leave that ministry. Ask God to increase your faith, to make a way of escape for you. I don't know what you need to leave, but some of you need to leave your city and not look back. Remember last wife. Ask God to increase your faith to protect you. Ask God to uh, increase your faith to receive more love from him. Some of you are stunning in your growth because you can't receive more love from God, and that's what needs to happen. Ask God to increase your faith to trust God again. Trust God again. Trust God again. Ask God to increase your faith to heal you, your mind, heal your emotions, heal your body, heal your finances, heal your thought process. Heal your faith. Ask God to increase your faith to, to to believe that he would prevent you from certain things, you know? Ask God to increase your faith to provide for you. So open up your mouth right now. We're just going to spend some time asking God to increase our faith. You know, this is the must, may, must obey. And I also want you to declare that there is nothing that God cannot do. What God cannot do does not exist. And for you to believe the impossible for this month, and your faith has to increase. Open up your mouth and begin to war. Amen, amen, amen. I, I love um, forgiveness. Um, and guys, so of course this, episode, this podcast is titled The Prescription for Trauma from Forgiveness to Freedom, where we go from forgiveness to freedom. Um, but there, I feel like there's a lot of um, um, kind of back and forth and, you know, kind of gray and undefined area. But I'm here to let you know that mental health is more... Um, spiritual than behavioral um i think that um with with this especially when it's a generational uh curse or just just some kind of a trauma that has been um showing up in your family um so so check it out guys so when trauma one when you have a trauma right that it's that uncontrollable uh extremely uh, emotionally painful event that's out of your control um, and one, you can have many traumas. Um, I think that that um, she named a few of them, but your trauma could be, you know, like a mom just didn't, um, you know, love you like as, as she should have. 
um, a dad wasn't around for you, somebody in your family hurt you, um, um, somebody in your family uh, uh, neglected you, somebody didn't feed you, somebody maybe you got bullied in school. I can't name all. I, there are so many traumas. Um, bullied. All right, I was bullied myself. Um, uh, isolation. You know, being a low eye. Um, I I really experienced a lot of um what is it called a lot of uh it's not isolation but like pretty much just time to be alone um and and all kinds of situations that you may be in maybe it was traumatic when you got a doctor's report and and that doctor's report was just um just just shook you um so so when trauma influences your behavior your it, it can influence your behavior in many 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 different ways uh, but then when you have a generational trauma, one that shows up in your family back to back, well, what you're seeing with your physical eyes is the, the influence, the influence of that behavior. Excuse me. So you're seeing how that behavior, you're, you're just seeing the behavior. But as, as this audio clip, um, as she had mentioned, um, your, the, the root of that, the root of your trauma is 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 unforgiveness so if you can just forgive um like say maybe you got to forgive your dad or your mom your uncle your grandmother your grandfather forgiveness is very personal and whoever started that trauma or whoever had anything to do with it when you forgive that's actually how you release uh, bitterness anger uh, and, and all of those negative negative very extremely destructive things um, and I, here on the prescription, here on my podcast, I'm just letting you know that that's why mental health is more spiritual than behavioral, especially when it is a, especially when it is a trauma that you had it, your mom or your dad had it, and their mom and their dad had it. Um, I believe that you can um, be that individual, be that dude that that just destroys and stops the trauma dead in its tracks when you forgive there's a quote that i love it ran in the family until it ran into me let me run that one back it ran in the family until it ran into me it being the trauma the trauma ran in the family until it ran into me and then i stopped it i stopped it i stopped that generational curse when you forgive and of course guys i i personally had some individuals in my life that i needed to forgive um uh, it, it was extremely personal i mean i had to call them out by name i personally went about forgiving by putting their names in my journal uh, i i kind of wrote what they did to me how i felt and um yeah i kind of just wrote the story it, it was like me just uh, replaying that trauma, right? It goes back to what I was talking about earlier. You got, I, I had to remember my trauma so that I can know what I'm forgiving. I needed to know what I'm forgiving. So, hey, hey, check it out. I needed to know what I'm forgiving so that I can know what I'm being free from. That's why it's so important that you follow the steps that I'm giving you today. I needed to remember and kind of just reverse engineer how that trauma went down, the specifics of it. 
uh, what I was seeing, what I was touching, what I was, uh, maybe maybe there was an odor, maybe there was some 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 stuff in the background, maybe there was one person, two people, three people, four people, maybe there was a group of them. Maybe I, maybe I caused my own trauma. However your situation is, you got to remember it. Just like I did, I promise you, I remembered my trauma. And here's the deal, guys. I didn't have one trauma. I didn't have two traumas. I didn't have three. I actually had many, multiple traumas, guys. And guess what? I forgave each and every one of them. And for the... Because right now, we're talking about me having multiple traumas. There are some of them, I couldn't remember them. One or, one or two of them, I flat out just couldn't remember it. So in that situation, if you're in that situation where you just flat out can't remember... You, you forgive the whole situation. You just forgive the whole situation, guys. Forgive the whole, any area that you remember it. Forgive that entire situation, that entire environment from start to finish. Get it out. Get it out and get, get that. She called it bitterness and poison. Get it out of your system by forgiving. Forgiving. Um, so um, in, so practical, action th- practical action steps that you can do today. I, w- I always like to... Um, kind of uh, just uh, leave you guys with practical, practical action items that you can do to deal with your trauma. And I want to, sh- I want to show you how to forgive. So in in a nutshell, basically, um, you you want to just take your journal, take your journal wherever you write. Maybe it's a diary for you. Maybe you have a. I personally have um, a journal on my Google Drive. Um, but most of the time, I write in my physical paper journal, my black and white one, right? One of those composition notebook things. <laughs> so you just take that notebook, you write the date, um, and then you just uh, go ahead and just vent, vent, and vent. Um, describe in graphic detail, in graphic detail, how that trauma was for you. Um, describe who was there, uh, uh, you know, where it was and um, how it felt, how you felt. I want you to, if you, if you got to cry, if you got to cry about it, then go ahead and cry about it. No, no, seriously, seriously, man, if you got to, however you, you got to remember it, you got to remember it. You got to remember what happened, um, right? How you felt, uh, how you, exp- how, what, what was your experience like when you, when that person did that trauma to you, all right? And then, at the bottom, when you, whenever you're done writing, take as long as you want, and it, and it, and this entry in your journal can be as long as you you know just write as many pages as you need. But the one thing that you need to do, and I can't emphasize enough, when you're done writing, say I forgive you. I forgive you. When you're done writing, when you're done writing that entry, you have to put I forgive you. Three words at the bottom of the entry. I forgive you. I forgive you. And that's it, guys. What? All right, so what you just did is you just wrote an angry letter. That's actually called an angry letter. Um, praise God for another member of my uh, church community that put me on to an angry letter. He kind of showed me this, and it was the best thing I ever did. In other words, I have personally r- wrote an angry letter, guys. And... Um, um, we can talk about this part another time, but basically, you do not need to share your angry letter with me. You do not need to share your angry letter with the person who caused you your trauma. You do not need to share your angry letter 
with with anybody. Because forgiveness is not for me. It's not for your offender. It is for you. In other words, your forgiveness is for you. I didn't know that you have that trauma. Your offender didn't know that they hurt you. So when you forgive, you are getting out of that emotional prison that they put you in. You are for, In other words, you are forgiving to free yourself. And I believe that God is going to do great and awesome things with your life. This has been the Prescription for Trauma podcast. And let's drop the beat. Thanks so much for listening to the Prescription for Trauma podcast. We help young black men identify their trauma, forgive, and step into their God-given purpose. I hope this episode added a lot of value to you. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.